international correspondents on Newstalk ZB. Dan Mitchinson, US correspondent. Hi, Dan. Hi, Heather. So the Supreme Court's going to get Trump's taxes. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a big news or a big loss, I guess, for for him. He has been hiding, some might say, those uh, returns for years. And, you know, as we've talked about, he's under a number of investigations. So today the Supreme Court cleared the way for the IRS, the Internal Revenue System, to release the tax returns to a Democratic-led House committee. And uh, he becomes the first president in 40 years, you know, that hasn't released his taxes after announcing his first presidential run. And, you know, he's going to be dragging his heels all the way. Uh, I said the Supreme Court gets us really the Democrats to get it out. What happens then? I mean, what if he, so, so have they, what if he just refuses, Dan? I honestly don't know what he would do because I think he will refuse and I think he'll get a subpoena for that. I think they will threaten him with arrest. I don't think it'll come to that, obviously. But, you know, he's, his excuse has been that, that my taxes are under review. You know, this has been a work in progress and they, they can't, I'll turn them over when they're done. But he's been using that for years. And then all of a sudden, Joe, uh, that excuse for years, and then all of a sudden, Joe Biden comes into office and somehow all this is sped up and then the Justice Department changes his nine, uh, its its mind. But what's ironic, I think, is that this comes just before the Republicans are going to take control of the House after Democrats fail to hold their majority in the, in the midterms. And he was almost able to run out the clock on this congressional request, but it looks like they're going to get it in just under the line right now. Whether or not he can get this pushed back even farther, I mean, who's to say? He's done it before. He could do it again. Could he could he drag it out for another couple of years until he becomes president again and then he can sort of avoid it through some sort of presidential special treatment? Boy, that is a that that is a multi-part question. Yes, I think he could drag it out. Uh, number two, will he become the Republican candidate uh, nominee and, and become president? I'm thinking right now this is looking less and less likely, but that's a conversation for another time. But I think what this boils down to is, you know, this is the, we've got a few weeks to go and this before the, the, uh, the, the change, um, to, to Republicans. And then maybe this is enough uh, time to unearth some evidence, uh, of unproper accounting and those details, as we know, would get leaked to the press. And that would be enough to just sort of shoot down his campaign for moving forward. See, Kanye West has decided he's going to have another crack at it. I mean, come on. At what point do we stop reporting on this guy? Because I don't want to, I feel like actually in his mental state, surely we're actually being unkind. Like we're literally making fun of him. I think you're right. Uh, and that's a good point. I don't know why we're talking about this because he's done this before a couple of years ago and he got, I think it was 45 or 50,000 votes. Uh, nationwide in the race, you know, but he's back at it again. And then there was a clip yeah. released on social media and, you know, he's asked about running. He says, yes, it's simple because ain't nobody can tell me, you know, he says, you should say this. I don't even understand what he's saying. If I had to write it down, he says, you shouldn't say that. I don't know what that means. That sentence is, he says, we're just moving towards the future. Um, maybe because of everything that's gone down with he losing all his endorsements, um, and, and, and coming under fire for the anti-Semitic remarks uh, that he tweeted out. This is his way of getting back into the public limelight. But I think you're right. This is just not, it's just not good. He's not in a good mental place right now. No, it doesn't look like it. Eh? What's Budweiser going to do with all the beer now that, it, that now that they can't sell it in the stadiums in Qatar? Oh boy, you talk about, you talk about a slap to, to soccer or to football fans there. I mean, they've just got all this beer that's sitting there in warehouses. So to offload it, the company decided today that they're going to send the unsold beer to the country that wins the tournament. 
Um, wouldn't it be, uh, wouldn't it be f- uh, ironic if one of those uh, countries in the Middle East ends up winning? Is but, Qatar. Uh, I mean, we, <laughs> Imagine if Qatar wins and they give them all the beer. I know what would happen. I mean, we don't know how much beer would be delivered. Uh, you know, for, for a country like that, that could be a laf- lifetime supply. For the Brits, it might last 18 hours or so. But, <laughs> but because Qatar has, and I say that as a U.S. and Brit, so I can laugh at my own people. Uh, but because they reversed their alcohol ban 48 hours before this started, Budweiser's losing 47 48 50 million dollars on this mm. they've got the or and they spent 75 million dollars on this year's sponsor they've got 112 for the north american sponsorship rights four years from now so i think fifa is going to be uh under a lot of pressure to do a make good for this and i mean they're coming under fire for so many things for this for this uh world cup 100 percent those creeps should cough up hey thanks for that dan appreciate it dan mitchinson u.s correspondent